Welcome to the No More Late Fees podcast. I'm Jackie. And I'm Danielle, and we're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees rewatching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. But this week, we are continuing again our bonus episodes and finishing what we started as we dive into the VMAs. And this time we're doing the 2000s, 2000 to 2005, because we are in support of the WGA and SAG after strikes. And we are not talking about movies and TV completely right now, but we thought we'd dive into some of our fun memories, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. of the VMAs. If you haven't listened to the first part of this series, make sure you go listen. And we hope you stick around because it's definitely some more fun and craziness from this time period. But we're not alone. We have our wonderful guest and friend of the show, Simone, is back again to talk about part two, the 2000s. Oh, man. But- Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say part two, electric boogaloo. (laughs) I was thinking Simone is back. Back Back again. again. (laughs) But before we dive in, let's get into some housekeeping. JC better stop the mail mix videos because you were in sync with that one. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Love it. If you love the podcast and you want to support us, here's a few ways you can. Did you know writing a review and or rating us helps us get more listeners? To help us grow, head over to your favorite podcasting platform and leave us a review, please. We very much appreciate it. And you can also find us on Amazon. We have wonderful, great things on our storefront that we think you will enjoy. That we think you'll enjoy. Uh, you can check out some of our favorites for our podcasts. But you could check out how we like to celebrate a movie night. There are our favorite popcorn recommendations, snacky snacks, board uh, games, board games office supplies that we like to use to set up our wonderful podcasting experience check it out um are you a disney adult because there's a whole section about disney uh (laughs) items that um i use at the park so definitely should check it out if you're looking for a link go to any of our social media pages and you can click and find our amazon storefront and it helps us out because we're not gonna lie we get commissions on the stuff that you buy and you're going to buy stuff at Amazon on Amazon anyways. So why not give us a kickback? It's not hurting anybody. Now we're in the two thousands y'all. Millennium. <laughs> we're still in New York. And now we have new hosts, Marlon and Sh- Sean Waynes. Funny thing is I do not remember any, I don't remember them hmm. as hosts. I remember barely. them pretending to be macy gray and they like (laughs) have the big red bush and then macy comments on it later on when she goes to an accept award that's like the only thing that triggers my memory's memory i do remember them like announcing britney spears I, i i i i but like what i guess what i mean is that they didn't like leave a impact that they were the best hosts i guess you could say uh, a lot of parody stuff, but that was their shtick at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So this was during the height of the Napster war between Metallica and Napster. So the co-founder, Sean Fanning, co-introduced Britney Spears. And while he was introducing her, he wore a Metallica t-shirt and Lars Ulrich, the drummer of Metallica, was none too pleased. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now that when, now that I think back on it and we're like looking at the strike and stuff like that, I totally understand because really when we think about how much of the money that the artists really don't get yeah. from their albums as it is yeah. because of all the other people they have to pay, I could totally understand how upset they are. Mm-hmm. But then on the flip side... It, it's just like a, a conversation of, of capitalism really mm-hmm. and truly mm-hmm. it is um so I feel bad that Lars got such a bad rap but I also think he was kind of douchey about the way he did yeah. it too so there's that yeah my favorite line of this whole thing is that well Britney's performed oops I did it again and this was so iconic because she was she looked naked she did so she, she had... came out in what looked like like a suit and like a a fedora yes and she was Ooh. singing i can't get no satisfaction by the rolling stones and then she <laughs> tore it away and she was just in a nude spangled outfit Simone, just as say? we're getting over the shock of the rose mccowan dress and the little kim boob yeah this was like <laughs> the new year of that and i think that's what was so exciting about the awards is like you don't know what you're gonna get and you don't know what you're <laughs> gonna see and this was so exciting as a kid to see and i was even as a young kid always for like you know britney just being who she was Mm -hmm. although we all know the lolita side that goes with early britney and how she was viewed and sexualized and treated but damn did this sequin jumpsuit make such an impression it did and you know i think the difference with britney in comparison to a lot of other people is i never got the vibe that somebody was like pulling the string saying yeah. that you should wear this I just felt Agreed. like Brittany kind of just knew what she wanted to do yeah. and I also don't feel like Brittany was trying to be sexy if that makes sense mm-hmm. I think yeah. so many other people get pushed into that and they're in it for the shock value but I just think she just Did that person want to get dirty yes that (laughs) traps yes there's a (laughs) huge difference and I think Christina was trying to stand out because her voice should have because the industry so fucked her Mm -hmm. voice should have made her a star like us just like stand alone she doesn't have to do anything but because the industry is what it is I could see that she really was trying to differentiate herself because Britney was very clean cut yes Mm -hmm. she had these outfits or whatever but she was very pg in comparison to Mm -hmm. the extremes that christina ended up going into yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah i just felt like britney was doing it for herself and for the girlies you know what i mean like i I never felt like she was doing it for the male gaze i could be wrong 
And uh, along with this performance, then NSYNC had their performance and they did a whole dance where it was their heads were on TVs and then they were dancing behind them. I enjoyed it. I did too. (laughs) But I think this was the year that like anytime NSYNC won anything, like Justin and Brittany were sitting together Mm -hmm. and he would give her a kiss and things like that. So they were very much public with their relationship by this point. Oh yeah. It was so weird because like a lot of the other boy bands really didn't show their relationships, Mm -hmm. but for some reason, their relationship was like acceptable for everybody. Like girls loved Britney so much. I mean, I'm I'm sure there were a few that were pissed if they loved Justin, but like, it was almost like you're still rooting for them and you didn't have any hate against, like you respected their, you thought they were cute. They were. Yes. And it goes back to being childhood stars in that old TV show show that they were in together (laughs) that it was almost like, oh, like betrothed, like they've known each other for so long. So, and they were so sweet. Remember when they used to do those basketball tournaments together Mm -hmm. um, and sync hosted them and she was pinky and he was stinky. Yeah. (laughs) Those were the days the youth (laughs) we also get shade from Beyonce about Destiny's Child in a pre uh, like a red carpet interview yes they're like hey how's it going what's going on with Destiny's Child and she literally says we're vocally strong now (laughs) (laughs) and that's why Beyonce doesn't get to do interviews Uh, she you guys got to go back and watch some of the old stuff because she was burgoing all the way okay yeah Yeah. I do also love that I want I want one of these shows I don't know if it was this or the movie awards I think it was the movie awards where she was hosting like the red carpet and Tom Hanks like comes up and has no idea who she is could you imagine like (laughs) you don't know who Beyonce is yeah (laughs) I don't know if it's this award show. I don't know if it's this year or the next year with Nelly, but her and Nelly do go and um, present an award together. And like Nelly is trying to shoot his shot with Beyonce. And I'm just like, no, no, no boo. But this was also the MTV music video awards where we get not one, not two, not three, not four, but multiple versions of the real Slim Shady, multiple copycuts of bleach blonde, white t-shirt, Janko (laughs) jeans that all looked like Marshall Mathers. This goes down for me to jump the gun to what we'll talk about later. This goes down to me as like a performance that I'll never forget. Yes, yeah. they started outside the theater, mm-hmm. marched down the aisles as he's performing. It was very iconic. And as we mentioned before, this is when Rage Against the Machine, the bassist, <laughs> Tim Comerford, is it? Yeah, Tim Comerford climbed onto the scaffolding of the set and just was... He was rocking it. Yeah. Like, at one point, people were encouraging him to, like, it was jump in, like crowd sir it was fred durst his bitch ass was of course it was fred (laughs) (laughs) fucking mr woodstock himself (laughs) uh neither and he was 
uh, arrested you can see in the in the in the awards that like there's a bunch of security around the scaffolding they're climbing up to get him down and then it cuts to like no one else on the stage except the the presenters mm-hmm. so obviously they cut a portion of the the award show while they got him down but he was arrested and spent overnight in jail because of it it was stupid shit speaking of stupid shit this is the second year in a row that r.i.p dmx did not show up for dress rehearsals as a result nelly's performance was which was originally for the pre-show was promoted to the main event dmx i wanted to you know like i want to see it where were you (laughs) Can't stop, drop, and open up shop alone. <laughs> X gonna, you know, he didn't. He didn't do nothing. He didn't give it to us. <laughs> and he's a flight risk, like Lauren Hill. Like you yeah, just flight you can't, risk. Can't think he showed him. up to his other shows. I think. <laughs> Did he though? I don't know. Let's not speak ill of the dead. We miss you, boy. (laughs) This was also Aaliyah's last appearance on the VMAs before her death. She won her two and only VMA awards that night for the best female video and best video for a film for Try Again. Is this the yellow and black dress? I I think it is. Yes. She looks so beautiful. So pretty. Mm -hmm. And then the winner of the night was Eminem for winning video of the year, the real Slim Shady. He also won best male video. He was up against Blink-182 for all the small things. D'Angelo, how how anybody lose against D'Angelo in the how does it feel untitled video? That I'm I'm thinking it was an all-male cast, the, the ballot. Jealous. Instincts, bye bye bye, and Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication, which I hate that song. Don't hate me, but uh... I don't like. Wasn't that music video just like Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two footage? <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't know. Is that know. a fever dream? I don't know. You might be right. You I, might be right. I I'm feel not like sure. it looks like it's them in a video game. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up real quick. Okay, so let's move it up towards 2001. Now Jamie hosts. Jamie, Jamie host. Now Jamie Fox is the host. We're in New York City. Britney Spears donned a giant snake around her neck during I'm a Slave for You. Another iconic performance. Also, during... this was not PETA approved. They oh, were pissed really? to have the albino snake. They were not happy about this. Wow. Oh, yeah. She Peter was also, really there was like a tiger in the cage with her as she like was like introduced and spun around and in the pre-show i believe she was with mick jagger she was with someone during the pre-show maybe it was paul mccartney and uh, they got his ass back out there again yes. leave that man alone <laughs> but he's like he was like questioning her she's like oh yeah like i'm gonna be really brave tonight like alluding to the fact it was gonna be like dangerous and stuff mm-hmm. and like he's like really you are like he was so not buying it and then she comes out with a fucking snake and everyone's like she wasn't lying yeah Yeah. she was she talks about like she was fucking scared i don't know she i I might be remembering this wrong but i thought she said that like she kind of was getting hives from being so scared i'm not sure 
Ooh, that but, she was breaking out. Yeah, but girl was badass for for sure. And that outfit mm, was the green. It, um, Brittany's body. Yeah, you know, like I don't want to sexualize her, but her body, fucking insane. insane. And when they try to body shame her for that i think it's the 2007 performance she was still fit it's just that yeah yeah. it's just that at the time like you have to think that your body's not fully developed she wasn't even 25 yet like i don't even know if she was 20 yeah you're right because i think she debuted at like 16 Uh so you know everyone could fuck off i would kill for her body yeah it was it's sick yeah in a good way in a good way it's oh, sickening I, no go I ahead i also had i i have a deep dive fun fact about the i am a slave for you performance mm. uh, because she had a tiger in the cage with her obviously the tiger had a handler and it was doc bogvin Antle from the Tiger King <laughs> documentary. <laughs> I remember that being a part of the show. Like I remember his, that was his like humble brag. Yeah, like uh, I was with Britney during the Slave for You. But Jesus, <laughs> when worlds collide, and the snake, who I think his name was Banana, the snake lived. Snakes live forever, and yeah. he passed away within like. A period of time that is close. I don't want to say not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And Brittany had like acknowledged it. Like I just know that my friend Banana had like crossed the other side. <laughs> <laughs> and can we talk about the I'm a slave for you video? Like oh, yeah. so that's dirty in a good way. <laughs> yes. The yes. other dirt the dirty the Christina Aguilar dirty video. You know me about bathing. Um. I was having a problem. <laughs> you know? I, and I loved I was die hard for yeah. I, I still love Christina yeah. Aguilar. It's just I was just like, why why are we doing this? And then it just got into some like appropriation mm-hmm. areas when she started yeah. to like really tan ridiculously and just yeah yeah, it was it was a lot I don't like when white girls want to shed their good girl images and then they appropriate black culture to do it and then they go back to being a white girl the the braids and the in the weaved in like colored pieces Mm -hmm. and stuff it's that video that music video with her and little Kim where she's wearing the purple like towel outfit (laughs) it's like a towel material oh, hold me down or yeah yeah that towel oh, okay <laughs> you know what i meant like a juicy couture outfit yeah but it's like cooter cutter you know oh, like okay. mm-hmm. what is um, it called it's yeah. she's got black hair in it anywho that video oh very... like the halter top is it halter i don't know but it's like but... velour tracksuit but it's and it's like like a, like, like yeah, a lavender yeah. lilac color yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we talk about the mess that was Lady Marmalade? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's also a collaboration of divas. I, okay. Big personalities that didn't really get along. I think the the biggest issue really was between Pink and Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the only beef was. I don't think Maya really, Maya was like, that's chill. True. And Lil' Kim was cool, like, yeah. with everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think it's it was, just those two. 
I think it rubbed pink the wrong way. And I am a pink stan, so I'm always yeah. going to be in pink's corner. But I think <laughs> it just rubbed her the wrong way where like Christina came in as like this entitled person, like I'm going to cherry pick my parts and I get kind of like front stage where y'all are going to be behind me type thing. And mm-hmm. pink, like she's from the street. She doesn't play those games. Some of her early songs were really good. Like there was yes. this, like, this is my Vietnam. I'm at war. Like some mm-hmm. of her early stuff was good. And I, I respect pink in many ways as an artist, but sometimes I feel like she comes across as a little bit of a bully. Yeah. And, and she and talks she about has, her women. We, she we, has kind of talks about like her second and third album where she was throwing a lot of shade towards like Britney and Christina and the other she like, was pops. mean it wasn't throwing shade she was like it was bad enough that they were all pitted against each other but yeah. if you notice Britney never said anything bad about anybody yeah ever Christina has been known to be a diva and a lot like Mary J Blige has talked about how she don't fuck with Christina Aguilera like mm-hmm. because yeah. the girl is so talented I think it kind of threw things off. I think she's much better now. And there's there were some stuff. But like Jessica Simpson, I don't think is a mean person. And yeah. she when she made that stupid girl song and then she had people in the video look like nobody yeah. was talking about Pink. And I understand Pink was like frustrated with more of the industry. Mm-hmm. But she didn't have to like do that. And so I ha- I have to go back and look and see how she's talked about that mm-hmm. and yeah, been held, held accountable. On the Drew Barrymore show. show and she mm-hmm. talks about it a lot. And even she's changed the lyrics where she's like, damn Britney Spears. Now she's like precious Britney Spears or something like that. Like she changes the words yeah. or she yeah. has changed the lyrics to some of her songs to reflect like that she's kind of acknowledged that some of her songs were not appropriate and good for her that makes me feel better yeah because i was side-eyeing that (laughs) so let's kind of run through some of the other things that happened michael jackson made a surprise appearance at the end of nsync's performance of pop Mm -hmm. and was surrounded by members of the group jackson performed some of his trademark dance moves to Justin Justin Timberlake's beatboxing. I have no comments. <laughs> Fat Boy Slim took home six Moon Men the most of the evening for his Weapon of Choice video, which had Christopher Walken walking yeah. in it, which iconic. Yeah. This was really sad. The World's Trade Center towers that were featured in Limp Biscuits winning video, rock video were destroyed in this September 11 attacks five days after this performance this show and additional performances were by jay-z jennifer lopez ja rule and lincoln park and this show will pay tribute to Aaliyah, who was supposed to be present but died two weeks prior in a plane crash youtube youtube paid tribute to punk rock singer joey ramone who also died of lymphoma four months prior to the show and when I was researching, there was on one of the YouTube videos, they made a comment as like they were watching like the entire broadcast. There were advertisements for glitter, which was, which came out on September 11th. And then I think during the pre-show, there was an artist promoting their album dropping on September 11th as well. 
Yeah, a lot of people who had albums coming out around that time were like put on pause. So that really killed a lot of people's music at the time. So, and Lady Marmalade won Best Video from a Film as well as Video of the Year. And then the other nominees were Missy Elliott, Get Your Freak On, Eminem featuring Dido for Stan, shout out Devin Saw. Fatboy Slim, Weapon of Choice, and Janet Jackson's All For You. Which this, I would say, out of all the ones that we've been looking at, that was the craziest category. That was like a a really hard one. Yeah. Yeah. And And so good in different ways. That Get Your Freak On video, though. So good. Oh, I'm sorry. And YouTube Beautiful Day. It's on the next page. (laughs) If I never hear that song again, I'll be happy. (laughs) But no, the Get Your Freak On video was... Like Missy Elliott has just a unique style and everything about that video was crazy. Like you had to keep watching it over and over again to like, cause you could miss something. I don't know. I think it bodies. She wears like a trash bag almost. Or is that no, that's um, you can't yeah, that is. Yeah, Yeah, I kinda even though Missy Elliott produced Lady Marmalade, I, I just feel like that's one of those things where it's the song that mm-hmm. stood out because literally they all just dressed up like Moulin Rouge characters yeah right yeah it was not that special it was the fact that the the all of them were together and the song was fire so I don't know I don't know if I agree with them winning video of the year yeah mm. I going back to like that's a talent show song to me lady marmalade was a <laughs> was a bat mitzvah song so <laughs> i had a b'nai mitzvah class which means that that's the class that you like undergo your study to have a bar bat mitzvah with and my b'nai mitzvah class had 33 kids in it and it's kind of like kindergarten rules that you have to it's kind of expected that you go to every single one of these bar mm-hmm. mitzvahs to show mm-hmm. your support to your classmates Every so 33 weeks out of the year of that year that Lady Marmalade came out was played as like the closing <laughs> banger of the night. <laughs> so, we were all so sweaty, like glitter just running down our faces after being so sweaty at the end of the night. But damn, if we didn't bust out, like, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> will always love that song that music video it never got old to me that was one of those things like oh my god ymca again like i get yeah. sick of it. lady marmalade never i had a couple of notes of other notable things from 2001 macy gray had the dress that said my album drops on september <laughs> yeah. 18th and then for a couple of years, MTV did this thing. They did it with Britney Spears. And in 2001, they did it with Pink and Ja Rule, where they went and tried on outfits. And then the viewers got to vote on what their outfit for the VMAs oh, would be. Yeah. And so Ja Rule's was like this all white tracksuit. And then he showed up as uh, the person narrating the YouTube video um, described cosplaying as sue sylvester because he had a red <laughs> adidas tracksuit on i found that hilarious <laughs> i was just gonna say that simone brought me back to my bar mitzvah bat mitzvah days 
it was a small window of time. Like Mm -hmm. you don't realize you're not going to really get an opportunity to do it again, unless your friends have children that turn 13. I, Carly, if you're listening, I can't wait to (laughs) tell your children are able to have theirs because they are the best parties ever. And my mom, thank you to my mom. No, (laughs) Um, my mom limited me. She's like, you can't. I had so many Jewish friends in middle school that she had to tell me that I could not go to all of them. So I, I think I was only able to go to two or three and I was devastated because that's where all the kissing yeah. was happening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's where all the hookups were happening, you know? And yes. you hang out with your friends. It's like a party. You're getting all these really cool swag. like swag bags yes. and stuff. Yes. But my mom was like, yo, yeah, you're getting swag bags, but I'm shelling out checks to <laughs> right. <laughs> can't go there without money. It gets money. expensive over time. Yeah. So I was only able to go to my friend Andrew's and my friend Bonnie's and yeah and then later on when I got to high school my friend's younger sister had one and invited me but I wasn't allowed to go like I was cut off it's a damn damn shame (laughs) we really want to do that for my sister's 40th that's coming up of just like recreating like the the bat mitzvah lineup and theming and like balloon arches yeah like that so much oh my god you guys really need to do that (laughs) yeah a hundred percent. All right. Now we're in 2002. We're going to do a speed round really quick. Okay. We're back in New York city. And now our boy, Jimmy Fallon is here so hosting triumph, <laughs> triumph, the insult, insult comic dog. He picked a fight with Eminem. I remember that. I think right, he's like on the red. And so like, we're seeing the puppet, but Eminem is probably straight up looking at this fucking dude. Yeah. It was a stupid puppet. Yeah. He's, it was ridiculous. Justin Timberlake made his solo performance debut on the show with his single, Like I Love You. Mm-hmm. And we're having another in uh, a kind of memorial for Lisa Left Eye Lopez because she has passed away from a plane crash. So we just had, I remember that just being hitting no, really hard. Yeah. Lisa lopez died in a car accident oh you're right you're right you're right you're right but where was she was she like out of but she wasn't she she was like in south america or something yes i remember it was a montero sport because we rented one of those soon after Mm -hmm. and i had remember listening to like the the news packages about it and they're like this car is really top heavy, so it it's flips, really yeah. easy to roll. And I'm like, we've rented the death car. Like, <laughs> oh I don't mean to God. laugh, but yes, yeah. that that is scary. So all the members came together and they celebrated Lisa. This this one is funny, and I don't think I ever recognized it when it actually happened. That, huh? Me either. <laughs> Michael Jackson mistakenly accepted an imaginary artist of the Millennium Award. Question mark. The VMAs took place on his birthday, and as a tribute, Britney Spears introduced him by saying she considered him the artist of the Millennium. And so, like, I feel like he like gave a speech. It was like he a did. whole. So, I <laughs> when I was researching this, it said like. 
he had a speech prepared. So it felt like he was told he was going to get a, an award. And I think even on some of like the TV guide, like snippets. Yeah. It said Michael Jackson will earn a lifetime achievement award or something like that. And then it's, so it sounded like maybe at the last minute MTV was like, never mind, we're not going to do this. But also he had like a weird treble clef like Hobby Lobby award that Britney gave to him that looked very like homemade. It was That's all so bizarre. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> fucked up and there was yes. panic. Like someone ran to a store and said, this will work. Like yeah. it, <laughs> it was giving very secondhand Dollar Tree mm-hmm. cheapness. It was like, oh yeah, fuck. We forgot. We told him he's getting this award what do we do now (laughs) (laughs) christina aguilera this is her her transformation to her dirty era Mm -hmm. she i is this the outfit where she looks like she's wearing a handkerchief and a little sliver of a jean skirt yeah that sounds right she was very dirty skinny (laughs) she was able to pull this off And then she, like a couple of years prior on the red carpet, they were asking her, like, who are you most excited to see? She says Eminem. And then he, some shit goes down between her and Eminem. He writes like a lyric about her dating Fred Durst and all of this stuff. So now they're beefing. And then she has to present him with the best male artist award. And so this is when she was like, oh, interesting yeah (laughs) but when he comes up he says thank you like he's not shady but he does a video where she he she's apparently supposed to be this sex doll Mm -hmm. oh right do you remember that like he like messes around with it eminem is an asshole yeah a misogynistic (laughs) asshole and i also feel like at the time like when he was feeling ladies and maybe they you know swerved on him yeah he was not happy about it like we all know the infamous stuff with him and mariah but i would say mariah won that one because obsessed ain't no better why are you so obsessed with me also confirmed this is the year that the handkerchief is a good way of putting it or just an an infinity scarf that were like cupped (laughs) around her boobs and the micro skirts yes yes christina and the weird like a hat a big newsies hat yes (laughs) it's a it's a look it's It's a a look look. it's something Avril Lavigne won her first award ever as Best New Artist in a Video, and she got the record for the youngest artist so far to win this award at age 17. She kicked off the 2002 VMAs with Complicated Slash Skater Boy pre-show and Complicated Skater Boy pre-show performance. And Lisa Marie Presley gave the award for Best Female Video to Pink who was under the effects of alcohol during the acceptance speech. Oh, pink darling. She, is she completely yeah. sober now? I, um, I don't know. I am not sure. Okay. But um, also during this, when Lisa Marie was presenting the award, poor Lisa Marie was just trying to keep it together because she was presenting with David Arquette 
who was acting like a five-year-old and she he like kept interrupting her and acting like he was drunk and stuff while she was trying and she's like what the fuck dude like (laughs) Simone who who won video of the year this year Eminem without me it just feels so empty (laughs) (laughs) yeah and he won best male video best rap video best direction and he was up against Linkin Park for in the end in sync gone Nas won one mic mm-hmm. POD alive and the white stripes fell in love with a girl oh early white stripes <laughs> <laughs> now we're in 2003 we're with Chris Rock again we are in New York and Beyonce has made her this is her debut as a solo artist she opens her performance by descending upon the crowd upside down from the rafters at Radio City Music Hall yeah she does she performed baby boy as she was gently lowered to the stage dressed in harem pants she was later joined by Jay-Z as they performed the duet Crazy in Love. The performance marked, obviously, her solo debut. When I say that this song, this music video... Okay, I, I am going to be honest. I'm going to say something. I don't know if people are going to hate me for this. Some people say I'm a Beyonce stan. Who knows? Danielle's probably uh, a beehive, even though she she fights against it with all her might. <laughs> <laughs> when Beyonce decided to go solo, I mean, we all all saw the writing on the wall a long time ago. It's not like we didn't see it coming. Damn, I just... intended with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know, honestly, when she did, like, I think it was for that spy movie that she did a song for. I wasn't sure she was going to make it. Like, I wasn't. Mm. you know feeling the vibes of these songs yet at the time sold at that time and I feel bad for even admitting this but I I wasn't sure I she's very talented but I know the industry you know it's difficult Mm -hmm. and especially at that time it was like blonde princesses everywhere R&B slowly dying like Mm. there's a lot going on but when crazy and love came out I said all right B I'm swallowing my fucking words because she was rocking them, them Daisy Dukes, them cooter cutters, yep. them legs wrapping around in a white t-shirt. That She didn't have to do much. And that uh-oh dance. Mm-hmm. And she was wearing them pants and I didn't see her butt crack, but it looked like I was about to see the butt crack. That's skill. It's skill. <laughs> I became a believer, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So she did her damn thing. And then that performance, she, you could tell Beyonce was like, I this is my time. I have to prove that I am here legitimately to stay. Mm-hmm. And she sure did love that baby boy song. She played all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so this was also the year of the infamous kiss. Mm. It was 25 years since the first video music awards where Madonna Mm. performed like a virgin. So they, to pay homage to that, uh, it was Madonna, Brittany and Christina Aguilera. And they all like, not all shared a three-way kiss, but Madonna kissed Brittany and then Christina 
and Christina was yeah Christina like was got pissed. the shorter end of the stick because they all panned to see Justin's reaction because at yes. this point they were broken up and so yes. they wanted to see what Justin's face was and this is Mary J time <laughs> to shine because Justin looks pissed but Mary J's like the fuck is this <laughs> it is hilarious if it's you so haven't good. seen like if yeah. you only paid attention to justin go back and watch that clip so you can see mary j blige's face because it is priceless missy elliott does come onto the stage later but the thing that always like i can never take it out of my head i was not a fan of this because i just felt like what is this for like mm-hmm. It was a spectacle, and that's yeah. all it was for was shock value. Shock value. Yeah, right. It, it wasn't performance art. It wasn't anything but, and it wasn't something to push forward to make, you know, LGBT. Except it was very yeah. exploitive, right? Yes. And yeah. all I remember is that line of spit between Britney. <laughs> <laughs> and Madonna that I'm telling you that you is all focus I'm sorry I, know. <laughs> I can't help it it was that like took me out of the moment and I just feel like the three of those talents that's what really I guess pissed yeah. me off the three of those talents and what they could have possibly done together relegated to that a mediocre performance by it the was. three of them it's especially the way that Madonna and Britney and even Christina could dance. Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying all of them could sing that way <laughs> to the level where it's like they were all in the same because like Christina definitely has an, yeah. a more amazing yeah. voice. Britney, I think, has a voice, a really good voice, but was kind of putting on in a way mm-hmm. and pe- you know people have talked about that that's like a whole nother thing madonna well <laughs> well she's a performer. Beautiful, beautiful gowns yes <laughs> so missy elliott won video of the year for work it um i love that when she was accepting the award allison stoner was on stage and missy like sang her praises and was like this this video wouldn't have been what it was without Allison. So mm-hmm. she really gave credit to what an amazing talent Allison Stoner was um, and continues to be. So it also won Best Hip Hop Video. And the other vi- uh, videos that were nominated were 50 Cent in the Club, Johnny Cash Hurt, Eminem Lose Yourself, and Justin Timberlake Cry Me a River. Damn. Now, that Cry Me a River video was it was iconic and we know he's trash we know it now right but at the time we were like what the fuck is going on like did Britt cheat on him like what is this and then he said it was about alicia cuthbert cup cup what's her name jackie from cuthbert cuthbert because she was dating his very ugly friend I'm just going to keep it honest. I was like, that is who, okay, fine. She was dating him. And so he said it was about her and that she cheated on him. And I was like, she probably, she probably should have just broken up with him, but she probably realized "Mm, she could do better. I'm just saying. But 
but he did it on purpose like he knew what he was doing like mm-hmm. we all like the person scarlett johansson in that video which mm. is oh, also super right. weird and funny because she was in that video and then there was rumors that they were dating and then as we all know she ends up marrying ryan reynolds and i think there was rumors that i i feel like wait scarlett break blake lively no, Scarjo was married to Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds? first. Yeah. Yes. For like two years. Oh, man. And then they got a divorce. And I believe at some point, and there might have been a rumor that Ryan Reynolds, oh, yes. Yeah. When they were in the movie together, Jessica Beale, there was rumors that her and Ryan Reynolds were together. And it's almost like they swapped <laughs> because yeah. they dated each other. But anywho, so yeah, that video was salacious at the time. Yes. 50 Cent in the club, he came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew he got shut up. But like, I just will always remember him in that white tee, hanging mm-hmm. upside down, doing those. <laughs> in the <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> At the Super Bowl, he recreated it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that song was a banger. I was yeah, literally, was. I mean, how cool is it to say, I was in the club <laughs> when this song came out. Like, I was in the club. Right place, right time, man. Oh, man. What a time. And lose yourself. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> oh, <laughs> spaghetti. Dave <Dave's- laughs> <laughs> We're in 2004. Oh. We're in Miami. There is no host because oh. of the size of the venue. This was the first time the award show had was held outside of New York City or Los Angeles. And it was the first music video awards to not have a host. And I think they learned pretty quickly after this that they would never do that again. I think now they have different MCs, like Mm -hmm. various people, but yeah. I would say that this is maybe the blackest, maybe next year too, show that they've had because some of the performances, I kind of want to go back and just like turn it all the way up, you know? Uh, Oh, there are some bangers in this program. <laughs> for sure. And this is a time from a hip hop a hip hop perspective that when we started these award shows, it was very much East Coast, West Coast, right? Like that's where the core of hip hop was. And and we are starting to see like it expand to the South. Like it was an explosion during this time where we're seeing a lot of rappers from the South and the Midwest really take the 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 wheel mm-hmm. which i'm not mad at because i'm all about that booty pop of music <laughs> so the winner for video of the year for 2004 was outcast with hey ya who's who's the guy that's not at andre 3000 in that group <laughs> big boy Thank you. I knew his name. It just wasn't. <laughs> so Big Boy had to accept the Moon Man because Andre 3000 was already on stage reading or preparing to close out the night with a medley performance. And the other awards that Hey Ya won were Best Hip Hop Video, Best Art Direction, and Best Special Effects. Another thing to note is like when he got to Hey Ya in his medley, he's like, I guess I have to perform this uh, hey ya. Like he was over it. He was yeah. done yeah. with hey ya. He did not want to perform it, but obviously 
it was the crowd pleaser. Yeah, I um, have to do that crowd work. Yes. <laughs> well, so what happened is this, like, Outcast, one of the best groups ever of all time. And mm-hmm. they've had some banger albums. And the two of them were musically going in two different directions, but they... Mm-hmm. But they're also so like loyal to each other that they didn't want to kind of like quote unquote go solo. And they kind of stick to that now. Like it's very rare to get an Andre 3000, I don't want to say cameo, but what do you call it when? Like an appearance? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Sorry, I guess that's the same word for a cameo. Thank you. It's hard to get a feature for him. He's done it a few times, but they only do things together the both of them Mm -hmm. have done features so what they ended up doing for this particular album was they kind of did it together but separate but it was still an outcast album so Mm -hmm. you could see the directions of where Andre was going with some of his songs and you could see some of the stuff Big Boy was doing and it just it was really cool how they did that I, Mm -hmm. I I give them props for that who else was nominated D12 my band Jay-Z 99 Problems, Toxic by Britney Spears, and Usher and Ludacris with yet like again, very difficult year. This yeah. yeah. And I mean to- and, and I'm not just talking about the songs, the the videos for a lot of these were pretty iconic as well. Mm-hmm. And also just a year of performances as well. I mean, I'll never forget being first introduced to the Ying Yang twins, which mm. was this year. <laughs> and just all the gifts that they have given to music throughout the year I love one of my personal favorite Ying Yang Twins I think it's like their collaboration with Britney in her it's the album where Toxic's on but Mm -hmm. it's like it's a song called Country Boy I think anyways super great but also Hoobastank Jessica Simpson Nelly Alicia Keys Yellow Card we're seeing like a huge increase more in like pop punk early emo era of music which is super fun to see yeah and it you you do definitely get a lot of atl in this show mm-hmm. we had performances by ursher mm-hmm. outcast little john and Eastside boys ying yang twins and then i, I believe little john and Eastside boys performed together and then ying yang twins came and performed with them and then they all came to perform with the Terror Squad because this is when Lean Back came out. Like, let me tell you, <laughs> the way your girl was grooving in this time, I still remember it. It was, <laughs> you know, shout out to Shayla for dragging me to deep <laughs> and dancing on the dance floor. It was a, was a, a, a good time. Yes, it was <laughs> a club. <laughs> there were a couple of other things to note. This was the voter die campaign. Oh, because yes. it was an election year. South Park spoofed that. Yes. yes, and I believe they had this. I I think this was the year that they had the Bush girls. They had the Carrie the Carrie kids sisters. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The daughters. Yeah, and they were talking about like vote for my dad type thing. It was kind of odd. It was um, a rough time. Yeah, it's a rough time. And then and- we also get a random Tony Hawk skating performance because this was the first year that they did best like video game soundtrack or something. They had some weird award. And oh, of well, course, 
Tony Hawk is going to win every time because that was really the only video game with a soundtrack at that time. Yeah, and those soundtracks were banger. Mm -hmm. And I confirmed that the Californication music video was like them in almost like a Tony (laughs) Pro Hawk skater. (laughs) They were like CGI'd skateboarding in that video. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we we didn't have a lot going on here in 2004. Uh, But 2005 was a trip. (laughs) Let's buckle up, y'all. Now... We have moved on from the comedian host, and this is the first time that we are getting in VMA history, someone predominantly known as a musician to be asked to helm the event. And we get Sean Diddy Combs in 2005, and we are back in Miami. Um, However, (laughs) there was a little storm brewing called Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. This and is it, a rough time. It was and like we got just, so many storms like back to back after during mm. this. And just the audacity like people are like actively losing their homes and this performance parade of celebrities getting together to celebrate these frivolous music videos that they've made. Like it just yeah. seems really ick to even yeah have the vmas during this time in the Mm -hmm. location that it is yeah yeah money never stops with these people um it is to be noted that the 2005 vmas were the first to have a performance in spanish when shakira performed her single la tutora i hope i said that right with alejandro sands it was also the first time that Spanish language videos were nominated at the awards, which mm-hmm. welcome to the fucking world, MTV. Yeah. I know they had, I think they had like the VMAs in, in Latin America. I know they had them in Europe as well or whatever, but like, this is ridiculous, but okay. We had some beef guys, some more fighting. The girls mm-hmm. are fighting again. Fat <laughs> Joe made disparaging God. comments God. about G-Unit because- this is an error also of the rap like cruise. Okay. So we had G unit, we had terror squad, we had Eminem and his, his D 12 people, but then we also have like Eminem with like Dr. Dre and them as well with again, 50 cent because they're all on the same label with the, with game, the game asshole. <laughs> so it was a lot of a lot of weird shuffling stuff going on stupid shit so <laughs> fat joe said i'd like to tell the people at home i feel so safe tonight with all the police protection courtesy of g unit later in the show after g unit's performance 50 cent directed profanities at fat joe which were edited out before the show's airing although some broadcasts played the uncensored version of the show it was a mess y'all Damn. Again, the girls were fighting. And the whole performance, to add insult to injury, so we have Hurricane Katrina ravaging parts of Florida and going up and, and causing destruction in New Orleans. The whole show was water-themed, so it oh, started God. out with Puff Daddy parroting Mariah Carey's honey, honey video, video where he dives into the water and swims through the hole and then pops up and, and like gets on stage. And then like they have these weird like 
arches of water that people have to walk through, but it's like getting the stage wet. Kelly Clarkson performs since you've been gone barefoot wearing a graphic belly top and capri pants. She moves through the crowd during the performance, slips and falls. And it culminates in her getting completely soaked and the audience was soaked as well. It was water and and performances don't typically mix unless it's very well choreographed. (laughs) Yeah, typically not. And I wonder, except if you were doing, if you were Tom Holland and you were on the lip sync battle and you were doing, (laughs) that was a really great use of water text technology <laughs> and i wonder if some of these guys hopped on you remember when mtv like bush hates black people when they oh, were doing us yeah when they were doing the like celebrity let's raise awareness yeah. mm-hmm. so i do think that they were doing that for damage control after this one of like listen we just like very pompously showed off during a time of i don't know which one came first if it was the <laughs> televised show or the the vmas I don't know. I know we are in 2005, but I I do I believe it ha- I think it happened in 2001. I have I have to check, but the, there was a past the Cavassier performance mm-hmm. with like Busta Rhymes and P Diddy and Pharrell like everybody was on that stage. They had people on Pogo 6 jumping and <laughs> I just remember thinking it was one of the best damn things I saw for some reason. <laughs> so what else happened? Actress Eva Longoria causes stir when she appeared barely dressed to introduce Mariah Carey. It looked like she was wearing like a little frilly bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you're going to have a water themed. <laughs> right. Event. I mean, she yeah. she was just dressing the part. Right. True. Green Day won video of the year with for Boulevard of Broken Dreams. They they cleaned up pretty well this year. Mm-hmm. It was best group video, best rock video, best direction, best cinematography, and best editing. And mm-hmm. they beat out Coldplay, Speed of Sound, Snoop Dogg featuring Pharrell Williams for Drop It Like It's Hot. That was a banger. It was. <laughs> Gwen Stefani for Holler Back Girl, another banger. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Kanye West for Jesus Walks, which I hate that I love that song because I Look, don't <laughs> I I have okay. I know we have to like hold people accountable. Yeah. And I fucking hate him. But I, I also like in my brain, I just like slice this time, like a, a time yeah. period where I'm just like, I'm a I'm just gonna come over here. <laughs> Jesus walks in the war movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Like that's the the anthem of that movie. Uh-huh. And it is so powerful and so perfect. And I just ugh. Jesus Walks and Stronger by Kanye are like my two like Yeah. Okay, I will give it a pass. <laughs> He's such a he he yes. needs help, but he's also an asswipe. So we do get performances by the killers for Mr. Brightside. God, I love that song. Mm-hmm. It's an anthem. It is. When little Kim, I can't remember if she was presenting or performing. I think she was presenting, or maybe she won something. I don't know. 
I only have half the information. The comment, <laughs> the comment was made that she was about to go to the big house because she was to turn herself into jail the next day for lying under oath. Right. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, also, I found out what year this okay past the Cavassier performance was, and it was two thousand three. Oh, and they were on pogo sticks people were dancers and stuff <laughs> it was a it was a whole thing it was a whole thing and then we also get mariah carey does a performance where she ends up in the water very elegantly very mariah carey-esque and then <sighs> Justine's child this is when they announced their hiatus yeah. they only got back together for they did a greatest hits album Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To contract their contract of like how many albums they were supposed to do, mm-hmm. and, uh, that was murder. She wrote, you know, I was, was devastated, time. devastated. Yeah. As a unbiased Destiny's Child fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, we did it. We did ten years of VMAs, and now we got to get to the juicy bits. We're gonna. I'm gonna ask you guys to narrow down a few of your favorites. So we're gonna, we're gonna start. Sophie's choices here. If you like. <laughs> I'm giving you each, all of us, three choices for your favorite music videos that came out of these time periods that were most likely nominated for an award. I've been taking notes and narrowing it down, so I have my list. Horn Freak on a Leash because just the animation style with that is just very, very impressive to me. Mm. We talked uh, about it on our last episode, D'Angelo Untitled. (laughs) He did so much doing so little. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he did. And then I'm going no strings attached. I just thought it was a really creative video. So those are mine. (laughs) It is very, a very hard. This is, this is difficult. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Okay. Right, if you need time to think, I'm ready to go. All right, you go. Okay. Say my name. I love that song very much by Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. Love that song very much. I performed it in a talent show. That is a talent show song, as I like to say. I loved the moving of the rooms, the different ways that that film or that music video shot. And I'm also a very color coordinated person. So I loved the color schemes of that. (laughs) Next number two would be Toxic by Britney Spears. I think when I think of iconic Britney outfits, of course, I think of the red jumpsuit. Oops, I did it again. Schoolgirl outfit of Hit Me Baby one more time. But I think one of my favorites was the Toxic flight attendant outfit. And then to add on to No Strings Attached, I'm going bye, bye, bye for this one because Mm. this wasn't the one that they were action figures. That was It's Gonna Be Me, which was also equally fun. so good. Forgot about that one. (laughs) (laughs) But the bye, 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 just that it's the choreography for me. It's the moving box that they're in. I had Darren Chris's like music video VHS <laughs> tapes and that was like the first one I probably memorized that was his name right yeah it was yes. yeah. yeah I think so you can hate me now 
And it's because I was at my dad's in New York and across, literally across the street at the bodega, Nas was on top of the bodega filming the You Can Hate Me Now video. And like Buster Rhymes, P. Diddy, all of them were out there. And I remember how excited I was with my, and just like being able to share that moment with my cousins and my dad. And so like, I could look at that video and always remember it. it. That definitely, it was a fun one. And it did show New York quite a bit, like the old New York, not whatever is going on mm-hmm. now. My next one is Lose My Breath, Destiny's Child. Because they were playing different versions of themselves and the the dance break one of my favorites and then my last one would definitely be tlc scrubs the swings the uh afro futurism definitely one of my favorites it's very hard there's so many i i miss but i'm okay with those i'm those are solid for me performances favorite performances Mine um, is 1995 TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool Medley, number one, top performance. <laughs> Second one is 1996 Fuji's Medley, Give Me All the Fills, Made Me Sing Out Loud. And then I think it was 2000 Eminem, Real Slim Shady, where mm. it was just really unique where they started out outside and came in and... Solid choices. Yeah. I think I know. All right, go for it. So TLC, no scrubs, too much booty in the pants. Um, love it. I would say Beyonce's debut, Crazy in Love, Baby Boy. Bitch was hanging from the rafters. I mean, you got to give her that. <laughs> that was a uh, close tie. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, what was the other one? I I I definitely think I'm gonna go with Slave for You, Britney Spears, because she was killing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Simone? I overlap with some of y'all. Oh. I'm going two Britney performances. One would be Bedazzled. Oops, I did it again. again. Thank you. Oops, I did it again. Uh, second would be Banana Snake, Slave for You. And then third would be the Slim Shady nice. uh, performance. All right. Now, which scandal moment was like the most iconic for you? Like your favorite? Mm-hmm. I okay so it's it's kind of unfortunate because I feel like later years in VMAs I remember more of those scandals more in terms of like interruptions and twerking and things like that (laughs) but overall I think I just loved little Kim's boob it just was the first time that under boob was like so represented behind camera and I just loved it so much and I really (laughs) thought that my mom was gonna like this was it she's gonna turn the tv off because my parents (laughs) and I kind of alluded to this earlier my parents were like 
fine with violence and gore and blood but sex they like drew the line at (laughs) and so I was like looking over at my mom and she was like also very invested (laughs) we were just mesmerized by the free titty that night and so a moment a scandal an icon a legend that's like my number one for me I am adjacent I am Diana Ross tapping (laughs) little kim's titty on stage <laughs> i y'all got me that was mine too and i'm not gonna change it because again i could still just feel someone just saying oh so we got our titties out today okay yes and All i right. feel like like danielle said like it was almost the start of the like wear what you want feel comfortable in your body and don't let people tell you like what you can and can't do and so. match your wig to your pasty yeah it's okay yes and that whole that whole outfit became a costume yeah in the best way a hundred percent all right favorite host i'm gonna say i'm gonna say the wayans brothers just because i think 2000 was an iconic moment it's this millennium turn of the century this like beanie baby doomsday (laughs) are we gonna live through this it's still a pre-9-11 world but this was the first set of posts that i remember laughing at because i remember that their comedies are very like funny i love their sketches and this was the first one that like really stuck out in my mind as memorable mm. hosts. I'm going with Chris Rock because I just remember Jackie and I very much watched like all of his stand up and Dave Chappelle. So like we were excited when <laughs> he was hosting <laughs> at the time. So and he did it so many times. So, yeah. Yeah, I am also going Chris Rock, but I am going his third time hosting, which would be 2003 Chris Rock. Okay. A specific Chris Rock. (laughs) I like it. And lastly, favorite show. Like the year? Yeah, which year out of the ones we covered. I... I'm going with uh, 1999. To me, it was the, it's a tie between 99 and and 2005, but I really think 99 was like the one that stuck out like a lot of the performances and it was the ushering of kind of the, the music that was happening in our pivotal years growing up. Yeah. I just there was just so many of our favorites on on that one I'm going a year later 2000 where Britney really hit her stride as a performer and and kind of took charge of like how she wanted to perform what she wanted to wear and then we get an in-sync performance I just think it was like a really solid lineup that year yeah I agree with Jackie on this one. I'm going 2000 because in addition to that, that's also the Slim Shady performance. So it's just, you have to be there, you guys. You really have to be there (laughs) in the year 2000 to get it. Yeah, 100%. Well, we did it, y'all. We did it. (laughs) I I definitely feel like it was a time capsule. Like there's, 
you think you've like, you don't remember these things all the time. There's obviously the things that are the most iconic that still float up around the internet, but like kind of going through these deep dives, it, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I remember this still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a time when these were an event, you know, like we, even when I was in college, I remember getting together with people and watching oh, yeah. the award yes. show it's it, a sleepover event you get yeah. pizza you have your little specialty mountain dews and your <laughs> popcorn and candy and it's it's a night yeah and then it like aired but then they would rerun it for like four weeks and yeah, we yeah. watch it over and yes. over and over again we recorded a lot of them on vhs and we still have them oh that's cool and so I think my sister has them. I like to go back to them for the commercials of it all because uh, commercials also tell us like who we were as a society in that time. <laughs> but it's just, I love that we have that archival footage. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> oh boy. Well, thank you guys for buckling up with us and doing not one, but two episodes of us diving into the VMAs. Make sure you stay tuned as we continue to do these fun bonus episodes as we support the WGA and SAG After Strikes. Don't forget to check us out at No More Late Fees on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Threads, and let us know what you think. And you can also hit us up at our quick 909-601-6653-909-601-NMLF. You can twat us at the Twitters, hem us at the threads, or leave a message on our Spotify for Podcasters account, and you could be featured on a future episode. Again, we want to thank our wonderful friend, Simone, for taking the time out and just diving into memory lane with us. We love having you on. Can't wait for you to come back. So thank you. Thank you so much. An absolute delight to be behind the microphone again. And (laughs) to, to all of my No More Late Fees friends, thank you for listening to two episodes of my voice. That's a tough (laughs) job to do. So no, it's not. It was fabulous. Loved every second of it. (laughs) And as always, be kind and rewind.